0: Hi hey everyone, today's video has three points and you're going to want to stick around because the third point is a secret as to the absolute best way of handling the pain associated with self-publishing. So the topic for today is self-publishing is pain, but here's how to. Now. When you're first getting started with self-publishing, you're going to start experiencing an awful lot of pain right away. And this is something that can be very frustrating. That's why I created this video. So by the end of this video, you're going to know the main sources of pain. You're going to have the tools necessary to overcome those specific pains. And you're going to feel great knowing you're making progress towards winning at self-publishing. This is Chris Baird from SelfPublishingMadeEasyNow.com where self-publishing doesn't have to be so hard. Hit the subscribe button if you would like for me to make more videos like this one and check out below in the description and grab a copy of my absolutely free self-publishing checklist to make sure that you are not skipping any of the steps necessary to win at the self-publishing game. So from my own story, when I started self-publishing, it looked so easy from the outset. People commented on, well, look, you just simply write, a, write the book and you can just throw it onto Amazon and it will start making money. Well, that was not exactly how things turned out for me. I just wanted to get my books out onto the market. I didn't know whether they would sell or wouldn't sell. I was excited about this concept of the Kindle gold rush, as they called it at the time, but, uh, but the thing is, is that there were so many steps that I suddenly discovered things that I never knew I didn't know, things I needed to learn in order to win at self-publishing. These included marketing and sales and finance, supply chain, logistics, HR, IT. There was so many skills that were necessary to actually win at this whole self-publishing game. So what was I to do? Well, the answer is I discovered that if I didn't learn these things, then I would be losing. Well, what's the end result of that? Well, the answer is it's that I became completely overwhelmed. But what I found was that by slowing things down and simply by focusing on one thing and one skill at a time, I was able to overcome this overwhelm while still learning these key skill sets. Now, The other thing I discovered was that it's not necessary to have all of these things in place. This is one of the things I go back and forth with people on a regular basis on this particular issue. But it's this idea that if we simply get our books onto the market, get a book onto the market, we will start the learning process. So let's say your cover is poor. You put the book on the market, and you see that it's really, when you run ads against it, it's not getting that many clicks. So it tells you you need to do something about the cover. The same would be true with the title. We're really not seeing that much organic traffic coming to our book. So maybe there's an issue with your keywords and your title. Or people do click and they get to your page, but it's the description. Can you see that, how would you fix all of these things without knowing in the first place that you had a problem that you needed to fix? And so, and you wouldn't know that unless we had a book on the market itself already. So I discovered that if we break it down and we simply don't try to master everything at once, rather single items at a time, then as we move forward, we're able to return back to these skill sets as we continue to sharpen the saw, which is I remember from Stephen Covey, who visited the Air Force Academy when I was there at the time, and this was one of the seven habits of highly effective people, which is sharpening the saw, which is we're continually on a daily basis getting better. At the same time, we should not be overwhelmed or spend too much time on sharpening the saw. I remember somebody else who had commented they had gone to a lot of Tony Robbins seminars, and they were continually just going from seminar to seminar without ever really applying some of the skill sets that they were learning here so there's this fine balance between learning and at the same time applying what you've learned and many times it's the application that really brings the learning if we're paying attention to the data that comes out of what happens when we do it and that's one of the reasons I tell all of my students let's try to get that first book onto the market so that we can see how it's doing and what we can improve as opposed to spending forever fixing it or improving it or writing additional books before we even know what our market they have things to tell us and we need to listen to what they're saying it's not just a one-way communication street it's a two-way street and our audience will tell us what they like and what they don't like and the thing is is that for many authors, we really aren't planning and saying, I want to be a starving artist. And the reason is, is if you want to be a starving artist, then you throw things onto the market without caring about your audience at all. And then we see what happens. Maybe by the time you die, the books become famous and that would be great, right? But I think maybe a better way to reach an audience is to figure out what they want to read, build that audience. And as you build trust with them, then we can start moving closer to some of the artistic types of books. Maybe you would like to write and people will continue to buy them like big, name authors, they're able to put things on the market without having such a problem with this, their audience is going to buy those books regardless. And that's where they gain that freedom to put the books that they wish to write, not just the books that the market tells them and they wish to write. It's that combination, I think, is where we find some very powerful things. But you can see that I experienced the pain of overwhelm. And so the the thing is, we're going to hit our points now, the self-publishing is pain but here's how to so the first one is overwhelm and as i just discussed from my own personal experience the key was learn one thing at a time notice i didn't say we're learning 10 things at a time if you're taking a course take one course at a time so when i offer my content marketing made easy course or my formatting made easy course you should only take one of them at a time do not buy both courses just buy one of the courses We'll work through it. I guarantee a result, especially when it comes to either one of those courses, that you get your money back if there's ever a problem, which is a very important point. I will literally hold your hands, create additional videos to ensure your success when it comes to it. And that's something that will prevent the overwhelm. So we're able to go back and forth as we move through this process together the second thing is no progress the key to getting past this is to decide how much time or progress you will make daily so we're going to invest 30 minutes to an hour for me my target is two hours but maybe you've only got like five minutes that is acceptable but make sure it's more than zero minutes or writing a thousand words a day that's another thing that you might find if you can't do that then let's take it to five hundred words a day and our secret answer of the day is wasting time and wasting time can be done in a number of ways it's trying to figure things out for yourself there are so many tools that i've tried i put in my description the tools that i personally use and can recommend but Maybe you want to try out the thousands of tools like I did. I wasted many, many hours until I discovered the secret of connecting yourself with someone who can help you navigate through the mess that is self-publishing and all of the pain that is associated with it. And that's one of the reasons I started creating courses and offering coaching to my clients in order to accelerate your growth and progress when it comes to self-publishing. But not only that, also helping with regards to keeping the motivation high and keeping you on track with back and forth daily communication now these are all key bricks and if you aren't going to go with somebody you know like and trust uh like uh like me for example in these videos that you've been watching then choose somebody else but do not go it alone because the fact is is that going it alone was probably my biggest mistake the thing i most regret was self-publishing i have my own business coach that I also use in order to keep my motivation high and to ensure, like laser-like focus, that when we are doing our actions, we're able to focus on the things that matter the most and that keep the needle moving forward. And this is the thing, we want to keep that needle moving upwards so that we're able to make progress. So, I hope that was a little bit helpful, but my question for you today, where you can help me is, what do you find most painful about self-publishing? Please let me know below in the comments and check up above me here for more video answers to your self-publishing questions. Thanks.